Hello and welcome to Authentically Alongside. I'm your host, Sarah Nishimoto. And I'm Emily Kallenberg, coming alongside Sarah. This podcast exists as a way to encourage you in your walk with Jesus. We want to come alongside you authentically, sharing our lives and hope in Jesus. Welcome back to Authentically Alongside. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. So as we walk through the season of Advent, we've wanted to invite you to reflect more deeply on what each week leading up to the celebration of the birth of Christ represents in the Advent wreath or um, calendar that we celebrate. Those are hope, peace, joy, and love. So in our last episode, we talked about hope and how hope that's placed in Jesus does not disappoint. God is a faithful God who does what he says he will do. And as we look at the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies and the birth of a Savior, we can have hope for the present and for eternity. We can have hope in the middle of our hard seasons as well as in more joyful seasons. Hope in Jesus does not disappoint. This week, we are going to reflect on peace. Peace is something that we all desire, but I think we can all attest that it is difficult to find peace in the chaos of this world. So I'd like to say that I hate conflict. Like Me hate. too. So every personality <laughs> test I take labels me as like whatever their equivalent is of a peacemaker. Um, so seriously, I hate conflict. <laughs> I hate arguing. Even just when my kids like hold a heated debate over something, completely inconsequential. Like I can feel my body tense and just like this like desire to escape. And I'll say to my kids, guys, you got to stop arguing. And they're like, mom, we're not arguing. We're just talking, just having a spirited debate. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> but you know, I am learning how to handle conflict in healthier ways, but I just have this super strong desire for peace in my life. And sometimes it's probably more comfort that I crave, (laughs) to be perfectly honest, but I just long for peace. Uh, So it's been kind of a crazy week in my house. And last night was the first night that we were able to sit down as a family for dinner. Uh, So the afternoon had involved a lot of sibling conflict and everyone's nerves were just like a little frazzled. And so we had, we all sat down to light the peace candle around our wreath for the first time in the week. Uh, We just hadn't sat down together. So it's cool. It's fine. (laughs) So, but one of my kids right after we lit the candle asked if they could go eat in the other room because (laughs) they just couldn't sit at the same table or even be in the same room as one of their siblings. And (laughs) you know, this conflict had just been brewing, like, you know, one kid locked the other kid out of their bedroom and just, just drama. (laughs) And, but dinner proceeded and the mac and cheese got dropped on the ground and kids are melting left and right. Cause that's the only thing in the dinner that they could eat. It's the only thing that was any good. (laughs) Um, and after dinner, the meltdowns continued and kids continue to press each other's buttons and, Every time I sit down, someone screamed. And have I ever just mentioned how much screaming happens in my house? Maybe it's just mine. But, you know, I tried to escape to my room to find some peace. But someone kept arriving at my door, knock, 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 or, you know, just burst in. Usually one of the kids in tears. And 
you know, amygdalas are just like firing everywhere. And it was like, it was contagious and, you know, I was just done and <laughs> it's been a long week and, um, and it'd been a long day already. And I just wanted peace. I longed for peace, for the fighting to end, for meltdowns to cease and for everyone to just get along. I can't be the only mom who, you know, just wants peace in their mm -hmm. house. Right. Um, and I don't know, is your house ever like that? Or you just ever have that I day? Mean, where... Yeah, we have our days. <laughs> I have spirited. Kids. I only have two <laughs> and you have four. So there's more conflict. Yes. And, and yeah. mine are just, you know, I think they embrace it a little bit. I've got <laughs> one that just loves to push buttons. Yeah. Loves it. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I hate it, but it's how we, it's how we roll. But I, I also, I went through a time in college where I just didn't feel peace. I felt unsettled. And a friend of mine shared a verse with me that was found in Ephesians 2.14. It said, for he himself is our peace. Now, I know this verse now, like when I read it in context, it's about conflict between Jews and Gentiles. But this small part of the verse stuck out to me, even if it was slightly out of context. But I think there's still, it it's still, still holds true. true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It says our peace because um, for he himself is our peace and our peace comes from God, not our circumstances. And this phrase has stuck with me for many years. And at times when I lack peace, I can remind myself that Jesus is my peace. And when I look to God, he can bring peace. Yeah. So I found uh, a devotional on you version by the Bible Project for Advent. And um, I want to share from that devotional, uh, a word study they did on the word peace. So, I've learned so much from the Bible project. Yeah, it's good it's stuff. It's great. You should go look it up. But so it's my turn to nerd out a little bit. Yes. Um, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. I've heard that. I mean, I'm sure that we've all heard shalom before. And that word means complete or whole. It refers to something complex with lots of pieces that's in a state of completeness and wholeness. Life is complex, and when anything is out of alignment, shalom or peace breaks down and needs to be restored. So I think we often think of peace as a noun, as a state that we're in, but peace is also a verb. When shalom is used as a verb, it means to make complete or to restore. You take what's missing and restore it to wholeness. So the Bible Project gives a few examples of this. One is that in the Bible, when kingdoms stopped fighting, they also began working together for each other's benefit. And that was real shalom. It wasn't just the ceasing of fighting. It was also the action toward wholeness. Mm -hmm. So when Jesus, the Prince of Peace, was born, he came to make right what was wrong and restore what was broken. Jesus restored to wholeness the broken relationship between mankind and God. I really love this idea of peace being made whole, especially in light of the gift of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is what brought wholeness in our relationship with God, meaning that we are not whole without that relationship with God. Right. So last episode, we talked about the unexpected way in which the Messiah came. And Jesus also brought peace in unexpected yeah. ways. The Jews were expecting Jesus to overthrow their oppressors and lead a rebellion. They wanted peace to come through violence, but that wasn't the way of Jesus at all. Yeah. Jesus came in the most humble of ways as an infant. As the angels declared when he was born, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to whom he favors. 
God never seems to operate the way that we think he should, which makes sense because he's God, we're not. And we can't begin to fathom all the things that he handles and how the world operates. Um, I forgot to look up the verse, but um, in the book of Job, you know, God just tells him after he'd suffered and lost everything, you know, you don't understand all the things that I have to, of how the world works. Yeah. And I don't think peace comes in the way that we think it should either today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we think peace should be the end of conflict. Yeah. Um, I think I can be at peace when the fighting <laughs> stops in my house mm-hmm. or when life slows down. Um, or when the hard things are removed, but God doesn't typically bring peace by removing our challenges, but by meeting us in the middle of them. Um, he brings us peace by giving us more of himself if we make space for him because he is our peace. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. So let's look at a few scriptures that tell us that Jesus is our peace. Isaiah 9, 7, it says that he will be called the Prince of Peace. John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. In Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So good. So back to the Bible Project's word study on peace. They also said that as followers of Christ, we are called to create peace with a reminder that true peace requires taking what's broken and restoring it to wholeness. So in Romans 12, Paul tells us how we can work toward this peace. Verses 9 through 21 say, so this is a good chunk of scripture right here. <laughs> Hang with us. Um, Let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. Do not lack diligence and zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath. Because it is written, vengeance belongs to me. I will replace as Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For in so doing, you will be heaping fiery coals on his head. Do not be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. So this whole passage is filled with how we can pursue shalom. We can cling to what is good, love one another deeply, honor one another, feed our enemies. Don't just make sure that there isn't conflict, but take the steps to try to restore what was broken. And here's the key, as much as it depends on you. Yeah, this is so good. And as Christians, sometimes we get caught up arguing for what we think is right. Mm -hmm. And we actually cause more conflict amongst those around us. Mm -hmm. 
And the list you outlined is a pretty tough task. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, if we try to do all those things, it feels pretty impossible. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think we can complete all those things in our own power and strength. Mm -hmm. um, for us to bring peace in our world, it requires us leaning on the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And we're called to bring wholeness or peace into the world. Um, we need wholeness and peace from God for this to be a possibility. Yeah. So the world around us needs peace. So being peacemakers means that we need to enter broken places too that need to be restored. Not just avoid them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know these places need, and these people need to be made whole and they mm -hmm. need that peace. I, we <laughs> often want to shy away from those places, right? We want right. to stay in areas that encourage us to live holy where we don't have to see the brokenness. I think sometimes, Sometimes it comes down to that, you know, some, there's a certain, a certain aspect of protecting our hearts, protecting right. our minds, protecting our kids. Um, but I think we sometimes use those excuses, but sometimes we just don't want to see the brokenness too, mm -hmm. I think. Um, but the world is broken and our world needs peace. And Jesus came to us. He lived with us so that we could be whole, um, so that we could have peace. And I'd, encourage our listeners to process where God might be positioning you to bring peace. You know, maybe it's helping a single mom and her family. Maybe it's walking with a friend that's navigating a difficult season, or maybe it's stepping into places where there's no hope and no peace. Um, but God has likely placed each and every one of us somewhere with people mm -hmm. who desperately need peace in their lives. Yeah. And I think, that's so beautiful too that we we can take peace with us wherever we go mm -hmm. um no matter what the circumstances are no matter what's going on um and i know there's a famous quote that peace isn't the absence of conflict but it's the presence of god and when mm -hmm. we spend time with god we can take his presence with us or yeah we can take his presence with us and yeah. we, so we can take his peace with us. Yeah. And show go. that to the world mm -hmm. and be an example. But as we continue through this season of waiting for Christmas, um, we are celebrating the awaited savior, making his arrival in this world. But we are also currently living through another Advent season, one that is waiting for the second coming of Jesus. I love, I listened to a podcast this week where they talked about historically um, Advent was celebrated more to um, process and anticipate the coming, second coming of Jesus, not the first. And mm -hmm. as we've, you know, kind of grown and changed, like we do more focus on, you know, the events leading up to Christ's birth, but that Advent also is looking forward to Jesus' second coming, one where Jesus will return to the earth to stay as a Prince of Peace and mighty King. And you know, I can't wait to experience the peace that he brings for that. Yeah. So as we wrap up this episode, uh, we just want to close with this prayer for peace. Jesus, we're all tempted to live without peace. It's difficult for us to remember that our peace is ultimately found in our position as your children. Set our minds on you so that we may remember you are the Prince of Peace and our security comes from you alone. Teach us that this peace is inward, everlasting, and can exist regardless of our circumstances. Teach us how to live in that peace every day. Amen.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of Authentically Alongside. We hope this was an encouragement to you as we walk together towards Jesus.